Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. It is Saturday night, solo in the city, and I am so excited about tonight's show. We are talking, he said, she said. It's the gender differences. What do we hear when the other person is talking to us? We don't always know if we're hearing what the actual person is saying to us. I want you tonight to be part of the action. 514-790-0800 is the number where you can reach us. And tonight we have some great guests joining me in studio. But remember, first and foremost, this show is about you. And it's your questions that you write in, that you call in, that you reach out to me and when I get your, your responses, I love it. Everything that's going on within what we do on Solo in the City is about you. So tonight, I want to go right into the inbox and go to a question that was sent in by a reader of Solo in the City. She wrote, Dear Cheryl, I have been going out with this guy or who I thought was a nice man for around six months. I thought he was perfect, but little by little, the perfection fell apart. He is not who he said he was at all. He lied about his family background, where he went to school, even his job. He has apologized, saying he just wanted to impress me. But I don't trust him anymore, even though I still have some feelings for him. Do I dump him, forgive, and forget? What do you think, Julia? So, Julia, here's what's going on here. First and foremost, trust is the most important thing in any relationship. If you lose that, you're basically starting from ground zero. And I really do think that people have to give a 100% trust to people. But when it gets broken, it's a really hard mountain to climb. Now, the one thing is, sometimes people do make little distrust and or, or break, break that sense of trust But the fact is, you've been dealing with this for six months, and it's not just one thing that's going on. It's many things that are going on here. So I can't tell you what to do. As a coach, I would never tell somebody what to do. But I would say this, for me, if I don't have trust, I have nothing. We're talking tonight about he said, she said, the gender differences in communication and what to do and how to decipher and demystify the talking between each other. And when you are going through these things, how to react. We're doing all this on CJD 800 tonight, and it's going to be a great night. The other thing that I always like to do is a little bit of dating news. And dating news sometimes is just things that I like that's going on around the holiday time. And one of the things that I love is movies. Some of the things that we can do when we are alone on, 
holiday seasons like Christmas. And you know, being alone is not always bad. I have to tell you this. Several years ago, I was alone on Christmas and New Year's and I went off to a retreat. And that was really the time I focused on myself and I found myself. And sometimes going into movies is what brings you into that place. You know, you fall in love with the characters, you fall in love with the stories. So I just wanted to share some of the movies that were talked about by allwomenstalk.com that help to lose ourselves with other people's lifestyles. So one of them was the movie Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds. This is about a man who gets a second chance at first love when he goes home for the holidays. Another one that I always have loved since it came out, Love Actually, because this is seven different stories that talk about love and relationships, and then they all interconnect with each other. So this is another one that I just love to lose myself into. So if you are alone next weekend for Christmas, think about that. Rent a movie, light some candles, get into a bath, pour yourself a glass of wine, make yourself a beautiful dinner, and then relax. Enjoy the moment and celebrate love because 2017 is all about that. And that's what I want to help you with. I really am here for you as I always am. I am your love coach and your matchmaker. So let's make love happen in 2017. And now I want to welcome my guests live here tonight in studio at CJD. 800, where we can take your calls at 514-790-0800, is joining us from LA. He is Steve Rohr. He is a communication expert, a best-selling author, and Oscar publicist, who is regularly seen on shows like The Social and eTalk. Welcome to the show, Steve. Thank you. Great to be here. Uh, it's so nice having you. And also joining us is a socialista par excellence. You all know our Montreal queen of the social. And when it comes to getting up and getting out and getting social, you all have to check out her column. She is the social columnist for the Gazette and also the creator and, of course, the editor of Diary of a Social Gal, which is about to hit yes. the stands on Tuesday. Welcome to the show, Jen. It's wonderful to be here, Cheryl. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So Steve, Jen, you know, this show is all about communication. And I think there's was no better people that I could reach out to than two, I consider communication experts, because you all have, or you both have the gift of gab. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. Uh, well, You'll take it, right? Yeah, pretty much so. Uh, well, okay, so let, let's get right into this, because one of the things is right now is technology. Well, and, and technology is affecting our relationships and how we communicate with each other. And both of you are, you know, obviously excellent writers. Do you think... Compliments you know, will get you everywhere. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy you said that. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And I, compliments get anybody anywhere, right? Especially in the dating world right they actually do compliments are, are are one of those those wonderful things that even if you don't really believe it somewhere inside of you you actually want to believe it because it confirms the best and how you feel about yourself so if somebody tells you that you're smart as a whip you really want to believe it so you will you'll give it them a pass even if you think that they might not really be telling the truth 
And and what about you, Jen? Like, do you think it's a great thing, especially you know you go to all these events and and social social events? Don't you think it's a great way for people to kind of open up a conversation is by giving a compliment? I have to tell you, I've always believed in the power of the positive. Yeah, and so I. There is no better icebreaker, as Steve just underscored, who doesn't like a compliment? You know, <laughs> I, back in the day, yeah. a, very, uh, a boyfriend of mine, I'm, you know, literally like, I must have been a decade and a half ago, he said to me, that's it, you're so easy. Well, not literally yeah, easy. No, I, okay, we better, you're, you're not easy. Yes, Jen's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, on, that was just one glass of wine. <laughs> oh, dear. No, actually, he said, uh, you know, a compliment and right away you're at ease. And it's true. It really does. It's a great icebreaker and it just makes you feel good. And it's just a great positive way to engage with people. So, Steve, I, I mean, that's one of the things, you know, on red carpets and everything, we always tend to focus on the outside, but it's also about focusing on the inside. And those compliments can often be about the compassion that somebody has and the, the, the love in which they're projecting to somebody, right? Yeah, that's absolutely true. And when somebody tells you that you're the kindest person they know, you want, you really aspire to that. So if you run into somebody who's a bit of a grump, <laughs> and you, 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 you say to them, look, or you know I know how, 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 yes, a Grinch, exactly. I, I know how kind you are and helpful you are and, and people just rave about you. That person will more, more than likely not be a Grinch. And and we don't want those witches and the, the, the negative energy. Later on, we're going to do the Solo in the City Kiss calendar. And I'm also going to play a game to help decode what the other person is really saying. And I'm going to ask Steve and Jen to join in on this. This is Cheryl Besner live in studio at CJAD 800. We are talking about he said, she said, the gender differences in communicating. Call us. Be part of this. 514 790 800 we are waiting for your calls this is solo in the city on cjad 800 you're listening to solo in the city with cheryl vesner on news talk radio cjad 800 if you're just tuning in, this is Solo in the City, live on CJAD 800 with special guest from Los Angeles, Steve Rohr. He is a communication expert and best-selling author, as well as the Oscar publicist, which makes you pretty busy at this time of year. Right, Steve? Cheryl. Never too busy. Well, thank you so much. And as well, Jen Camp. Also, a very, very busy woman right now because <laughs> your next edition, the sixth edition, right, yes, of Diary six. of a Social Gal is just about to come out. It's hitting the stands on Tuesday. We right? may or may not have a copy in studio. Actually, First one off the presses right here. We do. We, we do. do. And and this is what it's all about. You know, getting up, getting out, getting social. This is what Solo in the City is all about. And this is why I also wanted the two of you here today, because we are talking about communication and the way in which we can step out and communicate and sometimes miscommunicate with each other, right? 
Oh, very yeah. True. We're very good at that. <laughs> we're excellent at that. I, I, unfortunately. Well, actually, well, you two hopefully are not because you're, you, you know, you, you're supposed to have it down pat. But tonight is about teaching us. You, you're you're going to help us demystify about he said, she said. That's the topic for today because as 2017 rolls in, I really want to help make love happen. And I think one of the things that we have to do when it's about making love happen is understanding how the other person receives the messages that we're putting out there for each other, right? 100%. Now, Steve, you talk a lot about eye contact and how important eye contact is. And, and do you think men and women do the same thing when it comes to eye contact? You know, not at all, actually. You know, when we have conversations just in general, you have about 60% eye contact. But women love eye contact. They really do. <laughs> but men, <laughs> men not We're trying so to read your you know? soul. We're trying to read your Nothing soul. Something <laughs> like that. I don't know. It makes us very, very nervous. Does but, it make you nervous, you know, Steve? That, that, does yeah, it make well, men nervous bit. when well, we, when we here, engage? why, though. Because, you know, men consider that to be confrontational. So that's why a lot of guys don't sit around and stare into each other's eyes. You know, you don't see that a lot. Women feel that, that eye contact is the way to connect with the other person. So when you're talking to this guy and he's not looking at you, you're, you're wondering what the heck is wrong. And you're like, hey, are you listening to me? Hey, did you hear me? Did you hear me? <laughs> he's absolutely listening to you. He's just not looking at you. So I know that a lot of couples get into sometimes they're looking. Sometimes the Steve, contact. they're looking at the wrong part of us, though, right, Jen? <laughs> like there's, li there's, no. there's life well, above no. our necks. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> you know what? You know, I, I, I'm just going to pretend like I can't hear you through the, right. the microphones all this way through the border and everything. But you know, it, it, eye contact <laughs> is one of those things where you know it, it's really important for a woman. But she shouldn't be really upset if he doesn't give her a lot of that eye contact when she's speaking to him. What do you think about this, John? Because I know how I feel about eye contact. I think it's one of the most important very things. Very powerful. because you can see a lot in somebody. Yeah. And you're sure women, though. You're women, Yes, right? we are. We are women. But, yeah. I, but I have to tell you something. I know a lot of men who have talked about the fact that it bothers them when a woman doesn't engage and look directly in their eyes as well. well Jen, go. That's another thing. <laughs> okay, like, I want to hear what Jen has to say about this. Though. Um, no, okay. I mean, I, I do think that as women, and Steve definitely pointed this out, it, it's a very powerful emotional connection for us. I mean, we, we certainly like to be listened to. There's no question. But when a man is listening to us and we have his full attention, it's empowering. We feel that, you know, he it's, it's a manifestation of his love. There's no question. And I think that, I mean, it, there is that whole personal dimension. And I think that men will shy away from that unless... They really, really like the woman. I, or I, I love that's the woman. That's true. That's true. <laughs> She's got it. She's got it, folks. There's also a little trick with, with eye contact. If the pupil is dilated, if it's large, that means that that person is stimulated. If it's mm. constricted, that means they're closed off. Right. So if you are getting a little cozy with somebody and you look deep into their eyes and their pupils are dilated – you're going, you're, the night's going to turn out pretty well. You, 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 <laughs> so you want the big black hole, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. So windows to the soul, if the window's open, that's a good thing. 
And I think that's what that's what women are looking for is that windows into the soul. We're talking about yeah. he said, she said, the difference between the two genders and, and how we communicate right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. And I'm being joined by Steve Rohr from L.A., as well as Jen Campbell. We all know her as our Montreal Social Extraordinaire. Now, I, here's another thing. I just want to say compliments, because... compliments, <laughs> keep, keep them coming. I, I'm going to keep them coming. I'm going to keep them coming. And, and here's the other thing. Like, you guys right now you can't necessarily see Steve and, and remember this is all about you so if you have any questions please send them to us uh, call in 514-790-0800 or send in your comments or questions via Facebook right now we are live in studio so I just want to ask you something Steve and, and Jen I don't know if you you were picking up on what I talked about through um, the Ask Cheryl question and I just want a quick answer from each of you because I don't even want you to think about it and I I want it short and sweet. One of the people wrote in and she said that somebody she was dating for six months um, found out that everything he told her was a lie. And she wanted to know, should she trust him and whether she should continue dating him or not? So six months dating and everything she just recently found out is a lie. Steve, do you think that trust is broken or should she give him another chance? Well, yes first or no? of all, we're, we're all liars. We're all liars. You know, we absolutely are all liars, and we're complicit in the lies. If somebody lies to us, at some point, we want to believe it. So that is a, that, that's something to think about, okay? All right. So Men Jen... lie about themselves more than any thing else in the world. Women lie to protect other people. Okay, so, so Jen, I, want, I just want to ask Jen... Do you think somebody who meets somebody who lies about, uh, you've met a man, he's lied to you after six months, he tells you everything he told you about his schooling, his mm. parents, his job, everything is a lie. Uh, Do you give him a second chance? Like one of my all-time favorites, the magnificent Michelle Obama, as she has pointed out in that fantastic address that everyone's still talking about and buzzing from, and she was quoting Maya Angelou, the extraordinary. When somebody shows you who they are the first time, believe them. So when this chickadilla found out that he was a scumbag pathological liar, <laughs> may tell even, us the way it is, Jen. <laughs> may even be some people on the American political scape who fit that oh, definition. Oh, I knew. I, I just but, knew you were going to go but there. But <laughs> I, I certainly won't talk politics on uh, a love show. But Tina. anyway, she needs to dump and run. Oh. DNR, dump and run. D- dump He's a scumbag. And he, he, he showed her who she is, and uh, it, it ain't going to get better. It ain't going to get better. Tonight we are live, and you can call in 514-790-0800. We are talking about he said, she said, the difference in gender communications, and we are being joined by Steve Rohr, right from L.A., and Jennifer Campbell. Coming up, I'm going to ask Steve and Jen to play a little communication decoding game right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I'm your dating coach and your matchmaker, and we are talking about He Said, She Said. And we're here to take your calls tonight at CJAD 800-514-790-0800. And I want to remind everybody, you always end up calling in in the last segment, and then we don't get to your calls. So if you have questions or comments, do it 
now. Joining me in studio from LA is Steve Rohr. He is a communication expert as well as an author and the publicist for the Oscars. Steve, you're still here with us. Ready to play a game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it. All right. And Jen is still here with us, too. Jen Campbell, your social columnist from the Gazette, and, of course, the editor of our premier magazine about social in the city. It's Diary of a Social Gal. Season six coming up. That's right. Oh, that's right. Okay. Right around the corner. So, you know, in the vein of he said, she said, I want to ask you some questions and I'm going to just throw them out there. And by the way, nobody knew about these questions. They're just coming off. And I want to know what it really means when somebody says this. So, Steve, I'm going to start with you. What does it mean when somebody says, I am sorry, but I have to cancel the date, but I'll be in touch to reschedule? What are they really saying? Well, <laughs> have you been reading my diary? Well, <laughs> what does that mean? I want to read your Maybe diaries. I do want so to. It's, it's, I'll tell you what. You know, uh, canceling or rescheduling is one of those really tough things to read because we all get busy, life happens. But it's very formal language. You know, it almost became a business transaction at the end of that, that little story, saying, I will be in touch to reschedule. That's very, that's very official, formal language. So it's a little tough. I would feel, I would not feel good about that if it was a romantic interaction. Okay, what about you, Jen? What do you think, um, let's say it's a woman saying it to a gentleman, what do you think she's saying? Well, I mean, maybe she's, I mean, maybe in all fairness, we all have very active, time-starved lives. Maybe she really is busy <laughs> and she really does need to reschedule. There's that possibility. But you'll know that it's authentic if she really does follow up with said gentleman to reschedule because you know she'll she'll come off as sincere in that vein if she doesn't well then safe to say she wasn't that into him so i'm going to tell you how long do we have to wait well well, here's so so that okay you see you just said it perfectly i love what you just said steve because here's the thing and this is one of the things that i tell people and especially women to men because of the reaction you just said is Always say right there, I'll have to reschedule. Do you have your agenda now? Could we reschedule it now? Mm. Because if you leave it open-ended, usually, I hate to say it, you might be getting just, you know, a blown out of the water. I mean, it's just like, mm-hmm. well, I'll be in touch to reschedule and you never get back to the person. So especially, ladies, if it's you canceling the date, right then, right there, let the gentleman know how you're feeling, which is something's come up. But it's time to move on. All right, let's do another one. Jen, what does it mean when somebody says, it's not you, it's me? (laughs) (laughs) Not a positive prognosis. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think what it ultimately means is this is a really cliche. I think there's a movie by this. uh, Yeah, there is. (laughs) It's a cliche, nice way, really not at all imaginative or innovative. I mean, no kudos there for um, originality, but telling somebody that you're just like the buck, you're just not that into them. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I would have to agree with Jennifer on this. And because it's not original, you know, it even dilutes it. So as soon as somebody says that, we all laugh because we know... (laughs) We know that it's actually you, <laughs> not that person. Yeah. So it's so know, that person. It's <laughs> so that you person. Know, put on your your big boy, big girl pants, 
and just have that conversation. It's going to hurt, but it hurts a lot worse if you use that phrase that is basically the kiss of death. It is. And there's so much, there's a lot to be said for, you know, we talked about it earlier, but authenticity and honesty. And, you know, I had a situation and seeing that we're bearing all, why stop now? Why stop now? This is what we do on Solo in the City. <laughs> what we this do. is what we do Saturday nights on yes. CJD. And we talk about the authenticity. I said one glass of wine. Maybe a little more than that. You know, it is in the spirit of the season. Well, it is the season. Yes. But being authentic, being honest, I did say to a gentleman years back and we had a lovely evening, but it just that... You know, that je ne sais quoi, that zazu, that extra dimension that has to be there for there to be a personal relationship wasn't there for me. And he asked me it again, and I really, I embraced the truth, and I said, Tim, you are a wonderful, he really is a wonderful man. Mm -hmm. I said, and you will be a fantastic companion for somebody, and whoever has the pleasure and privilege of dating you is a lucky woman. But truth is, I'm not feeling that extra chemistry. And you know, it's interesting. I asked him, I said, but you know, this isn't a line. I would really like to stay friends. And I do know a lot of people and it'd be great to connect. I'd be happy to connect you with other people and friends. And and um, actually, he thanked me <laughs> for my honesty. And because I think, you know, in this crazy, as we said, time-starved, busy world overstimulated world time is a very precious commodity 100% and we shouldn't if we're respectful honorable people we shouldn't waste people's time and so I think that there's a lot to be said for that respect as we addressed earlier to really respect each other and honor them with respect for time as well I agree 100%. We're talking, he said, she said, on Solo in the City on CJAD 800, and I'm being joined by Steve and Jen, two very formidable people in the communication type industry. So let, let's do another one. This is all about what does it mean when somebody says this? So what does it mean? Okay, Steve, I'm going to go to you right now. What does it mean when somebody looks at the other person, let's say on a first or second date, and you've just been intimate, and it, the person says... Wait a second, you've just been intimate on the first date? Well, okay, but wait a minute. Cheryl! <laughs> no, no, no. Naughty, hold on. naughty. Hold on. I'm, I'm the girl who says, especially you ladies out there, if you're listening... Six date rule, no interview. Yeah, yeah, I'm going for the six date rule. Get to know the person. Take your time. Six this way you're. Excessive. No. <laughs> oh, you see that because wait. So Steve, what is Jennifer, it? Three Jennifer dates, Jennifer right? We is... don't have any. We don't need time. It's no, about to get more and more interesting. Wait, wait. Okay, hold on, hold on. It's about getting to know somebody. Look, at the beginning of the show, at the beginning of the show, we had a, a person who wrote in and she was talking about the fact that after six months, she found out somebody was a liar. But the fact is yeah. this, if you take the time, um, and Steve, you actually wrote a, um, an article about about lying, about detecting a liar, right? You can't do yeah, that I, on the first I, or second date. No, you do right? have to give a relationship you have some to give, wiggle room. And, and you have to give yourself some wiggle room to get to know the other person. And that's the fact right. is this, Steve, you're a guy, all right? Well, if, yeah. that's what I told <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's so. what they say about you. Okay, but yeah. listen, if... And and I'm, I know the answer to this because I've I've interviewed and I know the statistics. But most men, if they are sleeping with somebody on the first or second date, they are wondering how many times does this person go out, this woman go out, and sleep with somebody on the first date. And then it puts you into the potential not girlfriend role. You are the casual intimate 
sex rule for the night. Steve, I, and you know what, by the way, everybody out there, Steve is shaking his head right now because um, we have him here on Skype and he's kind of shaking <laughs> his head. So I'm assuming that's, yeah, it's kind of true. Right, Steve? Well, you know, very it, interesting. it does put a big question mark there and you wonder, okay, is she the girl you want to introduce to your mom? Right. You know, and then you go out to the bar the next night and you look around the room and you start, it becomes a head game. Okay, so game. so this is getting and, back and to, wait a minute, hold on. The hunt. It's also the hunt. The hunt, it's right. It's also the hunt. So this so, is going to get back to my question that I started before uh-oh. Jen went, oh my God, first date. <laughs> okay. The question is, at the end of the first or second date, you've just slept together and let's say it's the woman, I'm going to say the woman because it could be the guy too, says... I never do this on a first date. The woman says this with the man. Yeah, the woman. Like, you know, she's like, I never do this on the first date. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So what do you think? You know what? (laughs) Can I say something interesting? Jennifer? Okay. I have have, uh, a a little morsel for you, too. So I happened to be having a discussion like this with a friend of mine not too long ago. Okay, I'll speed this up quick. And uh, anyway, next thing I knew, um, she told me that she had been intimate with um, her husband <laughs> on the first night. And they're happily married for 20 plus years with two beautiful children. So Okay, I'm not saying it never know. happens, but statistically. Yeah, tell us about the statistics. Statistically, Talk science. it does not happen. And normally the man is thinking, especially if it's a man, is this the girl I want to bring home to mama? Or is this the girl that I want to have fun with So he's thinking loosey-goosey. He's thinking loosey-goosey. You're listening to Solo in the City live with special guest Steve Rohr, live from L.A., and also Jennifer Campbell, the creator of Diary of a Social Girl. If you've missed any part of tonight's show, you can follow us on Facebook or get the whole show on SoundCloud. You can also call us tonight, 514-790-0800, here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Taking me right to the core oh, yeah. I don't know what's in the stars Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Hey. I was doing just fine before I met you. I drank too much and that's an issue, but I'm okay. Tonight, we are demystifying He Said, She Said, and I'm being joined in studio by Steve Rohr from L.A., as well as Jennifer Campbell. You know her from Montreal as our social butterfly. First, though, I do want to address some of the things that are going on coming up on the KISS calendar. And what I really want to share with you are some very exciting events that are happening, and they happen to be three solo in the city signature events. And it's all about making love happen in 2017. So the first one, January 16th, this is something that I'm very excited about. I am going to be launching my webinar series. It is going to be happening. I call it kind of like... Monday Metaphorphis. And and what it's going to be is about changing your love life throughout the year, getting what it is that you want. So wherever you want to be at the end of 2017, we're going to start it off on January 16th, every Monday night for four weeks. It is a free seminar, so go to Solon City for more details on that. Then June uh, January 20th, once again, we are going to be hosting the third 
studio audience lunchtime quickie right here at the CJD studio. It happens downstairs in the lobby. We have grown exponentially. Our first one was a social meet and greet and community conversation. We have lunch, we have champagne, and we share our stories. It happens at noon. So if you want, be part of the studio audience and come down and share your viewpoints with me and with each other other. Then as well on January 25th, Make Love Happening Evening is happening and I'm partnering up with Pazit Perez. She is doing phototherapy and it's about seeing and envisioning who you want to be at the end of 2017 through her photo genius and then I help you get it to happen. So three very exciting events. Go to solointhecity.tv, register for them. And remember, last time within five days, the in-house studio lunch sold out. So don't be left out in the cold because it's really cold <laughs> out there. Steve, welcome back to Solo in the City. You're nice and warm in LA and Jen and I are sitting here freezing in Montreal. <laughs> so let's continue on with He Said, She Said. Steve, you there? I sure am. Okay, Jen. So he said, she said, you know, it was kind of fun talking about different things about deciphering what people say. But I really want to ask you, you know, as two creative writers, can you give us, um, I'll go with Steve first, let's say. Steve, give us some pointers about when we're sending these text messages to somebody. You know, <laughs> how do you make it flirty but not too sexy and how much is too much to say on a text message? Well, first of all, I think you have to establish some ground rules for yourself and stick to them. Like, no drunk texting. That's one. No <laughs> That's a big Jen, one. Jen, no texting tonight <laughs> yeah. after we get off the yeah. air. <laughs> no, there's, you're, allowed to text, you're allowed to text if you you're know. slightly tipsy. <laughs> Well, you know, okay. you've got your, Slightly. you know, you know what you can handle, right? <laughs> then, sometimes yes is, and you know, sometimes no, Steve, right? R right. Well, you know, we've all sent that kind of a nasty kind of angry email, or perhaps we've thought about sending it at some point, but you can't unring the bell. You can't, you can't uh, have that Twitter <laughs> no, back, you can't. back to you. Yeah, it's, well, a, it's called Crazy Town, and when you take a visit to Crazy <laughs> Town, <laughs> you can't go back. Not that I know that from personal experience. Not course. at all. No. Not at all. But, you know, I'm perfect. I think, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Of course. But the rest of, the rest of us have to work on it. I think that, you know... You mere mortals. Sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I, I take a minute to, to look at it. I always look back at it, read through it again, because spell check is, is evil. And <laughs> something, very, yes. something very, you know, plain and simple can turn into something very, you know... Uh, you know, maybe unnatural. Well, I, I, so I and, and Steve, here's a, a very important one. And, and this is something that happens all the time with people that I work with. And I know it happens to myself. The I on your pad and the you <laughs> are right beside each other, right? And yep. people tend to write and then they send it. And it it, it might say, it makes I am doing something instead of you are mm -hmm. doing something and whatever is attached to it. Right, so right. I agree. One of the things you have to do is read it over. And then sometimes, especially if it's really deep, whether it's through, you know, being frustrated, being angry or being very flirty, 
think about it before you press send. Yeah. And, and sometimes yeah. take five minutes and even go back to it. Don't send it. Yeah. No, but what's, what's really... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Steve. Well, no, go ahead, Jennifer. We're so polite. Yeah, you are. So okay, I'm, I'm Jennifer, you go. <laughs> okay. um, no, what I was going to say is that, uh, you know, and again, the theme just coincidentally of this edition and shameless plug, it is technology. And and uh, as much as technology has revolutionized our lives and, you know, obviously we're living through a technological revolution and there's so, so much positive and so many upsides, there's also downside. You know, our strengths are always our weaknesses. And one of the things is that, you know, we live in a world and obviously the American election underscored this as well, where there's constantly a record of what we've done. And so when we're sending these text messages and these emails, and perhaps we're a little inebriated or we're very tired or we're very angry. That word keeps coming up to me. No, no, I am not. I am, I am this, no, I, I know you're not. I could actually right now, if we gave me any sort of test, I would be passing with flying. I could write a yes, log that right now. No, okay, but the, defensive the, much? No, no, <laughs> no. no, no. Death, there's, no death, there's no defensiveness here. Um, by the way, no, uh, death professor. Never, too much am i am i steve no but what not I was, at all what not i was gonna all. say hilarious. is you know we well, as are you by the way your deliciousness but um the the thing is i uh, also uh so there's that permanent record which we have to guard against and there's also a friend of mine a male friend he pointed this out to me because clearly i like to talk and i like really? to write and i <laughs> sometimes like to overwrite and over talk and he explained to me in man speak i showed him a text that i sent another gentleman and he looked at me and he was like Okay, just so we're clear, I read the first two lines and then I was done. So, <laughs> Thank you. I mean, even right. Keep you. it, keeping yeah. it short keep and it sweet. Short. Ladies, keep it point. short. We are talking, he point. said, she yeah. said here on CJAD 800 Solo in the City. So let me ask you each a question. What about sending nude pictures? What? Nude pictures. <laughs> what kind of a show is this, you naughty, naughty, because, naughty gal? Because this, I don't this know, is... but I'd like to be back on this show. <laughs> <laughs> and you will be. You will be. Actually, depends, I'm Steve. coming down there. Remember, Steve, I'm coming down there in oh, February. Absolutely. Yeah, right in time for the Oscars. We're going to do a show from there. But no, Steve, seriously, because uh, especially a lot um, when you look at social media and you go on to Facebook, but also on all the different websites and, and the match, you know, the match.coms or, yeah. I, you know, I have solo in the city um, dating site. I tell people no nudes, not even like shirtless, right? We don't necessarily want to be bearing ourselves, but especially nudes because they last forever. And they can be forwarded. Just and ask some of the celebrities out there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Although it could work for you in the Kardashian case. You know, HR departments scour the internet. They look at all of your social media profiles because they want to know beyond the resume, who is this person that I'm going to place in this office sitting next to these people for 16 hours a day or whatever your schedule is going to be. So they're really looking for these things. You cannot, you can't pull them back. You know, Jennifer's absolutely right. Once you have a record of it, it's there forever. A hundred percent. Anyway, I, I have to thank both of you. Steve, all the way from L.A., I know it's busy right there with you getting ready for the Oscars and everything. Thank you so much. And people can follow you uh, at uh, Real 
Steve Rohr. Steve Rohr. There, you know you're really important when it's real. It, when it's so, real. <laughs> that's like the really VIP crowd. I'm thank not you. the real. Thank you, thank you so much, Steve. And Jen, thank you so much. My we pleasure. are really excited to have your new magazine mm-hmm. hit the stands. It's and coming out way, on no, Tuesday, no, right? No nudies. Diary, no nudies. <laughs> Diary of a Social Gal. I also want to thank Benson and the show producer, Aaron Melinda. Join us next week for a special Christmas Eve edition solo in the city as we spin some of your favorite holiday tunes and give you some great holiday tips for relating, dating, and mating here on Solo in the City and CJD 800 and iHeartRadio, the show that is perfectly placed on iHeartRadio because we're all about love. Tonight, I am leaving you with this special song. It's a Christmas song about being alone on Christmas by Fernando Gelso. He's one of my tech producers here. And if you want any free coaching sessions, like us on Facebook and share your ideas with each other on a post that is about what to do if you're alone for the holidays. Remember also to sign up for Solo in the City January events as I want to help you make love happen in 2017. And I'm offering three events to help support you in the new year. Until then, remember to keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss.